Yesterday, we took a look at things being too simple. Now, today, we're going to look at the other end of the spectrum. We're going to look at the idea that, oh, no, you've made your plot super complicated. What do we do? The good news is it's a lot easier to uncomplicate and dissect a plot than it is to take a simple plot and beef it up. Because generally, to beef a plot up, to add to it, to make the simple less simple, you have to start bringing in other external elements, even if that external element is something character-based. You have to add. Here, though, when something is complicated, we start pulling away. We start cutting, not just cutting individual challenges like those three chapters where we had to impress somebody's grandma, but we also cut bigger, larger, overarching pictures like the character's subplot about not believing in themselves when they already had a subplot about making sure they were popular or well-liked. You don't need so much. And I think that's a really important element to talk about when we talk about plot complication. So often we think your plot has to do a lot. It has to cover all these themes. It has to bring up all this stuff. It has to take up so much space. It has to develop the, the character in a not boring way. It just needs these things in the same way that like uh, a house needs all these rooms. It needs all this furniture. And yes, a house with furniture is hella rad. And yeah, a story with a lot of moving parts and a lot of interconnectedness is great, but those are not needs. Your story is going to be just fine if you don't have, you know, an evil twin and an evil stepmother and family drama and a civil war and a romance subplot and corporatocracy and whatever else. You don't need all those things. You don't. It doesn't mean you're not a good writer if you exclude them. It doesn't mean you're bad or wrong. It just means your plot doesn't need that. And this is especially true when you're looking at the lower ends of readership. When you're looking at early readers and middle grade stories and even young adult stories to some degree, or at least the lighter end of young adult, you don't need that much. It's okay if there's not like 10 things going on. It's okay if you have like four things going on. And you get to pick and choose what those things are. But that means when it comes time to revise, when it comes time to fix your shit, you have to cut things. And not just cut like the scene out, but take a look at the piece of architecture that's holding that scene. You know, I have conversations with authors and I say like, okay, we're going to, I think you can cut this. I think you can cut this scene, this chapter, this whatever. I think you can cut the piece of the story. And their response is, yeah, but if I lose that, then I lose part of the, I lose part of the subplot. I lose part of the overall what happens in the story. Yes. Yes. It's time to cut all of that out. You don't need it. It takes us too far away from the central plot. All these little detours, all these little oh-by-the-ways, all these little you know, uh, cul-de-sacs narratively, and extra bits, these extra bells and whistles, they're very nice. They're probably written decently, if not really well. You just don't need them. And that's really a gut level sense that is a sense of I just have too much now sometimes that too much comes and it's it's easily discoverable you have hundreds of thousands of more words than you need or you have you know 75 chapters when you know you're pretty sure you stopped telling the main plot 20 chapters earlier 
when a plot is too complicated, writers tend to get desperate. When a plot is too complicated, writers tend to panic because they figure, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm already, I'm already doing it. I can't stop now. And the truth is you can absolutely stop now. Figure out your plot. Go get a piece of paper, write down, here's my plot, and then figure out on a per chapter, per scene, per whatever basis, what the scene does. Does it feed the plot? If my plot is, you know, two people have to walk across a, uh, a continent and chuck a ring in a volcano, what chapters of my story move them forward on that journey to accomplish that thing? Some chapters will absolutely bar none do that. Great, fine. Some chapters, because we're going to follow other characters, don't. That's fine, too. Remember, we talked about the other day how you don't only need a story to be plot. Sometimes you need to pull away so that you can come back. Sometimes you need to let the reader catch their breath so you're going to pull their focus for a little bit. That's that's fine. That's okay. But if while we're following our two characters as they walk across a continent to throw a ring in a volcano, if all of a sudden you also have, have them dealing with massive other issues, and then, oh, by the way, there's this whole other, like, hey, here's a weird, wacky guy, and then here's a guy with a horse, and then here's this bear, and then here's this thing, and oh, by the way, it's snowing, and you're just adding more stuff. But you can't say for certain why we have that stuff. Like, it arguably kind of sort of is part of the plot because while we're doing the plot, these things happen or these things come up. But what do they give us? What do we gain from this? The, the term I want you to focus on right now is narrative gain, which in a complicated plot is wondering what those complications give us. What do we get that we didn't have before we read that thing? When we get to that scene, when we get to this chapter that we think we can cut, if we were to cut it, did we lose anything really substantial? Well, yeah, we lost the stuff that happens in the scene. No, don't be circular in your logic. Don't, don't, don't be obvious with it. Think about it. If we were to delete this scene, delete this subplot, delete this conversation, delete this paragraph, delete this whatever, if we were to take that out, do we really lose anything that we absolutely positively can't live with? That's the most important question you can ask when you're fixing things. Because you start cutting things, you start making Swiss cheese out of your manuscript, and then you start realizing, okay, I've pulled this thing out that wasn't working. I've gotten rid of it, whether I've deleted it or pasted it somewhere else or just moved it to the side, that's fine. But I've taken this thing out, now I have a space. How do I fill that space? You can either collapse it and get rid of the space just by deleting some lines and shortening the manuscript in some way, shape, or form. Or you can write a thing in there that fills the space better and simplifies things down. You can cut Tom Bombadil from The Lord of the Rings, and you're not really losing anything. You can cut, you know, uh, I just covered The Hobbit for Patreon. You can cut, uh, in the second movie, The Desolation of Smaug, you can cut two hours out of a two-hour and 30-something minute movie and tell the story just fine. You can cut things, and everything's going to be okay. The temptation here, though, is that when you have a hole, you have to fill it with something big, and you don't. If your story's too complicated and you've got too many moving parts, strip it down to what works. Strip it down to the bare bones 
and then start bringing back and reintroducing elements that you had previously cut and stop when you get ahead. Don't push, don't like, if you have a single plot of track of plot and seven extra embellishment things, don't put all seven back. Try two, try three, try half as many as you had and see if that makes a difference. Yes, it's going to read differently. Yes, it's a pain in the ass to do the deleting, but the story will be improved and the story will be easier to read, digest, and engage with when it's not just carrying all this extra material and when it's not slowed down by juggling all these extra components and making sure everything's working. You don't want to distract from that central plot just by demonstrating what else you can create. Complication is our enemy during revision. That doesn't mean we want to tell like a, a Zen cone or a haiku and trim it down to its barest bones. It just means we want to trim the space and, and sort everything out where we can. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at figuring out conflict and what drives conflict in a plot specifically. I'll talk to you then.